welcome back to episode three of Spewing with Tim and Dave. How are you, mate? Good, mate. My morning crew, uh, mate. I'm good. Um, how's your week been? Well, yeah, long so far. Has, uh, <laughs> it's been a pretty pretty long week. So this is a Friday morning for me and Dave. So I'm currently. I just finished training. I'm sitting here with. Uh, I've got a coffee with. Um, put chocolate almond milk in it this morning. Make a chocolate coffee. Yeah, how good. How so good. almond breeze. Yes, best, mate. Yeah, it is. It is. On the on the subject of that, um, we'll be getting. Uh, we'll be delving into the simplicity of nutrition um, and how we can make the most out of it and how we can reduce a little bit of anxiety and stress around it. Yep. Um, but mate, um, how has your training been the last few days? Yeah, good, good. I've had a, uh, I've had a long week of training. I've had a good week of training. Um, so added some volume back in, added a second like running, well, it's called a brick session where you're biking to run last night. So had a- uh, had I saw a, that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it was, um, I found out sweat's a good repellent for mosquitoes, apparently. Yeah, good. Yeah, I wouldn't well, want to come to you anyway. So <laughs> if I was um, those mozzies, I'd be a long way away. <laughs> um, so yeah, sorry, I'm eating breakfast as well while I'm here. That's what we do. Um, it's good coffee and catch-ups on Friday morning. Yeah, social Fridays, casual Fridays. Um, so today's topic we have, uh, yes, it's, uh, it's simplicity about food, um, making good choices and easy snack options, I guess. I think so, yeah. Like a lot of people... And we. A lot of people, I think they really struggle around trying to get their head around how to make things easy in mm-hmm. terms of food. Um, and I think a lot of people get anxi- a little bit of anxiety about it, a little bit of their stress levels go up um, and they think, oh, what have I got to have for dinner? What do I have for dinner tonight? What can I do? Everything tastes the same. Um, you know, there's no good snack options. But if you think about it, there's multitudes, mate. There's so many good snack options. There's, so, there's such an easy way of eating. Um, that's gonna allow you to perform, train well. Yeah, lose lose body fat if you want to lose body fat. Put on muscle mass, which we'll delve into a little bit. Um, so the whole idea around today's topic is just to help you guys out a little bit and understand the probably the best practices to to sit down, eat, have a good meal, um, how to digest your food a little bit better, how to get variety into meals, mm-hmm. um, which is key. A lot of people, yeah, I'm meal prepping on Sundays, how good. I've just cooked up 54 kilos of chicken breasts. Well, you're eating the same meat every day, so your body's probably going to hate you for it, and so is your, so is your head. Um, so we're just going to delve into a little bit of variety there um, and how you can make it so much easier for yourself, which will make better nutrition, better digestion, more energy, better training, all right, better recovery, better sleep. They, yep. they, they're all in the link. And consistency, um, Mate, consistency is the key to absolutely everything. My wife was chatting to us yesterday, and we're we're just trying to really work hard to get to bed earlier. Yep. And just the it's the consistency of everything. Like consistently go drink water, consistently get to sleep earlier. If you're consistent with everything in life, um, it's just those little things you'll get better at literally everything. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Those are little small goals equal big goals. So, yeah. Um, I know I was told when I was a kid. I don't know if you've heard this one before, but you know the old like um. Oh, everyone's got to do the one percenters. Uh, I was told that you know, hundred one percenters is a hundred percent. So if you're missing out on twenty one percenters, that's twenty percent of your whatever you're trying to achieve well, is on. lacking behind. So yeah, um, yeah. So and that can come down to food, nutrition, recovery, sleep, stress, things Mate, like that. I, as I well. couldn't agree more with that because, um, as you know, growing up playing professional rugby, mm-hmm. well, not growing up playing professional rugby, but later on in my life, um, kicking a ball for a living. Um, yeah, like we were told like if you don't do if you don't do one or two percent of your job and the guy next to you doesn't do his one or two percent of his job, yep. like what you said, there's 15 players in the team, that all adds up, yeah. you're, you're in a lot of trouble. Oh, 100%, yeah. You, you, one tackle can lead to, you know, one missed tackle can lead to a multitude of uh, 
of negative outcomes and um, it's the same with your food and it's the same with your training um, but at the same time what the best thing about it is that you've always got like the next meal or the, the next day yeah. to pick yourself up so if you do decide to go hey I'm going to go on a food bender or eat something I'm, I feel like mentally I'm not supposed to eat who cares just let it go Yeah, yeah. let it go and um, get back on that get back on that wagon and and keep chipping away so so i suppose a few of the points this is sort of the um you know this simplicity around food i would say is dave's strong point he's, he's very um very very knowledgeable and and uh he's he's his nutrition is pretty spot on I'm i would f- say i'm a food nazi yeah he is he's a good cook he's a chef he uh um, i'm a trolley shamer too oh yeah yeah, I love Charlie Jamie. Big time. I don't say anything. I just walk past and just like, oh. Just look if I could in. like emoji slap my forehead uh-huh. every time I walk past. There's a basket of diabetes. Oh, mate. <laughs> anyway, that's for another. Well, yeah. So oh, another yeah. time. Another coffee and catch-ups on a Friday. Um, so like a few points that, you know, I'm going to sort of ask Dave and then I'll add my two cents in after that. Um, you know, we're, we're going to sort of touch on, you know, meal prepping. Um, we're going to, you know, some simple foods as well. So keeping things simple. Um, meal timing as well so you know the timing around meals like is it important or um, or you know when should you be eating um, are carbohydrates bad after training I think that's a big one too yeah and uh, and some snack options too like some simple um, easy snack options that people you know don't overcomplicate. Um, we'll also we will touch on a few other things too you know around um, macros and calorie counting and if it's important or not or you know so we'll and we've well, we we have the same sort of opinions on that, and we'll, we'll let you guys make up your mind out there on what you guys feel. But we might as well dive straight in. So, Dave, uh, meal prepping. First of all, you know, like I suppose any good nutrition base starts with cooking it. So, would you, in terms around meal prepping, how do you do? You, do you meal prep your wheat? Do you meal prep your veggies? Do you or do you cook daily? Or how how does it work for you? So, what we do in home, mate, we um, we're pretty lucky because the the lifestyle we live or the businesses we run. Um, yep. Man, I'm home. Um, I go home for breakfast and yep. I'm home for lunch. I'm home for dinner. So we have the advantage of being able to cook everything at home. So we've yep. got access to our good produce, good food. Um, but there was a time when I wasn't home. Yep. Um, so yeah, I did use some meal prep. So I used to get a, a fair bit of food in on, on a weekend and yep. spend Sundays cooking. But what I've been doing for a long time, and um, I've been doing a little bit of research into it through various podcasts and various you know articles and, and whatnot and experimentation, which I think is key, guys. So with food... Um, you know, one style of eating is not the right one for everyone. Yeah. Um, it's not, you know, one one shoe doesn't fit everyone. No. Um, Even though we're, we are literally wearing the same shoes we right are, now. We are, funny enough, yeah. <laughs> How good. <laughs> um, yeah, so one style of eating doesn't fit anyone, so it's good to experiment. So within when you're coming into nutrition, nutrition is really important to uh, find what works best for you, and then yep. you can apply that to your life, to your training, through your recovery. So, mate, so for us, um, we're lucky enough to cook... Uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But when I used to meal prep, um, I've always started like with, it was always important to get a different variety of foods. Yeah. All right. So you got to get in. So as I said at the start, like you know, old Susie, God love her. Um, she's back again. She's back every session. Um, come in and like you know they're gonna go. I bought heaps of chicken breasts and heaps of mince. And for the Monday to Friday, I'm gonna have chicken breasts. It's gonna be frozen. I'm gonna reheat it and cook it, which is totally fine. Okay. On a Sunday. Um, Saturday, Sunday, and whatever it may be, I'm going to eat all my mince. Like yep. that's all well and good, but your body needs variety, and that variety is yeah, you're getting your macros in through you know through your fats, carbs, and proteins through yep. that, but your body needs those um, micronutrients. So that yep. where your minerals are, where your vitamins are, where all the important little ingredients are, um, that's where you need variety. So in terms of meal prep, um, I used to cook four, or five different 
types of meals mm-hmm. um, back in the day, but now we um, mate, we rotate our proteins at home, which I think is really important. So yep. that's our meal prep. Our meal prep is figuring out what we're doing for the week. Yeah, for the week, and yep. then cooking on that day. On that so day, yep. quick little rundown, mate. Like Mondays we go meatless Mondays. Right. So yep. we try and cut out that meat on that Monday. So we might make a big salad or a heap of roasted veggies and whatever. Just it on may that be. point, before you go any further. Because uh, that seems to be like a trend at the moment, the the, the meatless Mondays. I think or, it just sounds good too. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit of alliteration. Little meatless Fridays. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what is there? Is there a reason why you go meatless Mondays? Is there any sort of reason at all? Are you just having a break from meat, or just having a break from meat, just okay. to get a little bit of variety as well. So like yep. you know, most people you see, oh, you know, oh, meat, veg, and a couple of potatoes every night, like yeah. just to get rid of that boredom factor, so you can get a little bit excited. So we make. Um, you know, we might do salads and chuck in nuts, seeds, yep. whole heap of whole heap of colours, a um, <clears throat> little bit of good fat mayo and stuff like that to get good fats in. Yep. Um, or we might do roasted veg, which we do in winter. We'll do. We got a so we renovated last year. We got a ninety centimeter oven, so we got like two, three Big trays. Time. We can make like three meters of roasted veg or three meter pizzas even. Um, either or, but yeah. So we'll go. Uh, We'll go meatless Monday. So we even like pizzas on a Monday. Vegetarian pizza. We make our own base from scratch. Um, yep. So little things like that. Tuesday we roll into usually chicken thigh. So we a little chicken thigh stir fry. I like chicken thighs. That, that rhymes as well. See, it's, it's all about getting the days right. Um, Wednesday, mate. Well, Wednesday's actually been brinner. How good's that? Breakfast at dinner um, lately. Yes. So bacon, eggs, a yep. um, little bit of this, little the bit reversal. of that. Yeah, it's so good. We actually had two nights in a row last week. Cassie presented it well, so it didn't look like we just had you know yeah. bacon and eggs. Um, mate, Thursday salmon. So we get salmon delivered. Okay. Um, yep. To our door, which is fantastic. Then Friday we delve into a little bit of steak, um, which will be tonight. Um, yep. And then um, Saturday, Sunday, mate, it's just usually whatever. We might slow cook lamb, which we actually did this week anyway. Slow cook lamb, and then Sunday we do these. Uh, we do two whole chickens. Two whole chicken. Yeah. Yeah. So I usually get into the breast on Sunday, and then and, um, so I rotate that different protein if that makes sense yes. so you can still rotate your proteins but have the same meat but have a different cut yeah yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. big time so yeah. mate that's pretty much my meal prep and then we'll just chuck our staple veggies in there yep try and rotate our veggies as well try and have as much color as we can and obviously as much green as we can yep um mate, that's how about yourself um similar sort of thing so i think jess cooks two days of the week at the moment two to three days depending on you know whatever she's doing with hendrix um but um, what we used to do when she was at work and I was at work as well, we would cook. So so we didn't get bored of meal prepping. So because yeah. like 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 if it's me, I'm not going to eat like tuna rice and veggies every day. Like yeah, that's shit. Um, I would we would pick two different recipes a week. So we'd have one one at the start of the week and then one yeah. at the back end of the week. So for example, like just makes she makes a really good like um like a really good healthy chicken curry where mm. like with with boiled chicken as well. I love boiled chicken. So she'll we'll, we might have that. Uh, Monday to Wednesday yep. and then Wednesday to Friday whatever whatever other dish that, that we choose so we usually pick yeah, two so different dishes a week so that way um, and every week's different so I wouldn't have chicken curry three, three weeks in a row yeah um, See, that, like, I think yeah. that's the issue people do the same thing week yeah. in week out then they get to a point four or five weeks down the track and they're like I'm bored of this I'm going to go yeah. through drive through maggots yeah I find yeah. three days is my limit Monday to Wednesday yeah. and I'm like alright time to change it yeah. up a little bit I find that um, but like in terms of like uh, breakfast now, like my breakfast is generally the same every day. It's um, yeah, it says mine actually. Yeah, like I could just train, and it's usually um, some sort of shake. Which um, I don't know my secret. I'll put my shake in the freezer about an hour and a half before I train, or like while I train, and that way it's like half frozen, so it comes yeah. out like a Slurpee. Yeah. But I've been using um, like either chocolate almond milk or the um, what's that that brand that, that, that hazelnut coconut milk. Yeah, yeah the yeah, hazelnut yeah, yeah. coconut. Milk. I've been using that with um, with a bit of true protein. 
Um, at the moment, I'm raw coconut and creatine every morning. Um, we'll save the supplements for another podcast because, yeah, yeah I don't really care. We can delve into that. Man, I think that's good to say. That a few things on like tips on meal prepping before moving on to the next point. I think it's really vital. Like if you have the ability, like myself, to cook every day, your variety is going to be so much, yep. so much more um, diverse. I think if you don't have the opportunity to cook every day, the best thing to do is choose two to three different meals yep. and do that Monday choose your meals from Monday to Wednesday and then and then choose your meals for the rest and maybe leave like a Saturday or Sunday where you'll cook something random because you're home for sure so yep. that way you're getting like two three um, different <clears throat> different style of meals into you which I, I think is vital I mean, people can do that and yep. change it every week yeah, yeah. or every two weeks at least yep. um, that's going to really provide that variety and, and get rid of that boredom factor as well for sure and if you struggle with recipes and things like that me and Dave are obviously here as well send us a message and, um, and we'll get some stuff out out to you guys i mean yeah. yeah we don't we don't boredom eat so we don't eat the same bland thing over and over and and our stuff tastes good too so um yeah and we have options for vegetarians vegans people that are gluten-free um you know or, yeah, loads, or, or loads. intolerant yeah, yeah so we've um yeah so if you guys need any help on those yeah. recipes if you're like what do i cook then just send, send us a message for just that, one, yeah. one last point on that too your body your body gets stuck on um so if you eat the same thing all the time your yeah. body actually struggles to break it down later on and turn it into energy and break and digest and turn it into fuel so if you do eat the same thing all the time your body's gonna not hate you later on but you're gonna struggle why am i lethargic why am i not training better why am i not digesting my food why am i not losing weight why have i you know my body fat percentage is still the same little things like that so if you can rotate your gut is gonna love you so much more yeah which is good so yep um the second thing is um i know on my points here i'm just gonna add in a point because i thought of it then um (laughs) in terms of cooking your meals at home yourself um i've got a big stance on this i mean for example, if we go out, say we're going out to, I don't know, just a pub or the restaurant or something like that, not that we go to pubs, but um, anywhere. You can get some good pub feeds around there. You can. Better some restaurants. Yes, good. that is true. But you always, if you're trying to eat healthy and you go to the, like this is what I think the importance of cooking at home is, right? Because you know exactly the ingredients oh, you're putting in it, mate. right? And in your meal prep too. So if me and you go to the pub or go to a restaurant or whatever, and we're like, all right, we're going to try, get a lean protein and some veggies in there. So we're going to go for the steak, right? Yeah. Like, but whenever you eat that steak, at the end of it, like you feel full, like you feel like, man, like whoa, that, that was a weapon of a steak. But if you cook the same steak at home, like, sweet. yeah, and 15 minutes later, you're probably back in the yeah. fridge trying to snack or, or you're trying to look for a treat or something yeah. like that at, at, after it. So like, I, I think, um, you know, it's just because of sunflower oil and that, that and whatever they put in it to make you feel good and full at the end of it, like obviously all those additives in, like, um, and, and they do that. So uh, I, I just think cooking at home is, and eating, meals that you have cooked that you know what's in it is most important too oh, so. i couldn't agree more like yeah. we um my sister's my grandfather's 92 by the way um or no yeah 92 um this year and um yeah. my sister takes him to a chinese restaurant every sunday it's horrible it's a horrible <laughs> place he loves it though good on him he's yeah. just lived a good life so um mate they go there and they say no msg and I, was like, I went there once i've been there once or twice mate i've woken up with the biggest msg hangover yeah um you feel hungover restaurants eh? restaurants are in the business to make you good food that tastes good, yeah. not necessarily to look after your health. Yeah, 100%. So they'll yep. cook with whatever oils they want to cook with, they'll add in whatever they want to add in to make it taste great. And I was chatting to chatting to one of my clients the other day and I was just like, have you ever, you know, you go to a restaurant and you eat your food and you're like, oh, that was epic, but you feel so full and weighted down yep. afterwards. Like, A, yeah, you might've eaten too much because the portions are big, yeah. but like, you don't know what's in it. No, exactly um, right. Like yep. Exactly what you said and canola oil, sunflower oil, everything like that. Where you go home, you know what you're cooking and there's no t- better time than the present to um, 
if you can't cook, learn. You're at home. You're in yeah. isolation. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yep. Get your food, like open a cookbook and, and figure out. And, and it's all through trial and error. You burn a steak, burn a steak. If you can't cook toast, learn how to cook toast. There's a timer for that, by the way. Uh, um, and just figure those things out. And um, you, you'd be so much grateful for it, which is really cool. So Yep. Um, sweet. Our next point, simple food. So in terms of uh, being simple with the food, I know we spoke about rotating proteins but what should a plate look like so should you yeah, you know protein veg carbs like how, how should it look or it just depending on what you've done during the day so like um timmy and i pretty we like to time our food so for me i love to time my carbs mm-hmm. uh, carbs are definitely not the devil um but in terms of carb intake it's important to time them well yeah so um i'll go at the moment training am and pm so i'll go a carby breakfast or carbs yep. with my breakfast so we chatted earlier in episode one, like I'll do true protein shake, little, um, and then I'll have a couple of bits of fruit after I train. Then I'll go home, have my brekkie, and, 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 um, which is usually like a couple of eggs, heap of greens, and then I'll have two bits of um, oat sourdough, which is like four ingredients. And I think simplicity is, when we talk about simplicity, it's like the less ingredients, the better. Yeah. The reason being your you gut can't break down a whole heap of ingredients. It gets no. bloody confused. I think that's like, good for um, when you're shopping too. Oh, yeah, 100%. The, the longer the ingredient list on the packet, the worse it is for you. Oh, yeah, so, and, yeah. If, and learn to understand the ingredient list. Like, look on the back and you see sugar at number one or two, like, put that back on the shelf. Yeah. If you can't pronounce the word, put it back. If you don't know what the word is and it starts with X, <laughs> definitely put it back. Um, but, yeah, so I'd like have, have a couple of bits of toast. But you, for me, it should be you should have protein at nearly every meal. Um, and then if I'm training, I'll go carbs and protein. Uh, yep. with a tiny bit of fats and if I'm not training I'll just flip those carbs and fats around Yeah. so I'll go proteins and fats with a tiny tiny bit of carbs or no carbs yep. and then after training so like overnight like I'll come home and we'll have so last night we had a lamb that was on the slow cooker we went into um, uh, we ended a pumpkin um, some greens and then a whole heap of potatoes and that was my, my little carb intake but you the, the little tip for what your plate should look like and how the size use a smaller plate because if you use a big plate you're going to eat the whole thing that is a good tip, actually. Yeah. I, only like, thought I like that. I only one. thought of that yesterday. Did you? Yeah. I was like, I might, I use, that. I might use that on a podcast. Yeah, I own that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, smaller plate, bigger plate, bigger plate. Ooh, that looks good. Smaller plate. It's like you're going to eat what's on the plate. Yeah, that's if you're it. You're still hungry. Wait, because it actually takes your brain 10 to 30 minutes to figure out if you're full. Yeah. So, yeah. you go to Brazilian barbecue, yeah, meat, pork, lamb, bring it. You'll yeah. get some more, get some more. 30 minutes later, you're like, I'm still hungry. Then 45 minutes later, you're like, holy shit, this sucks. Yeah, I need to undo yeah. my belt. Yeah. And meat sweats and get home and you're on the couch. Ugh. Yeah. I, uh, true story, I had a science teacher at school and he was trying to take down, I think it was like that kilo schnitzel with a kilo of chips and oh, a litre yeah. of beer. And he tried to go in there with science because it takes like, yeah, 20 minutes like yeah. your brain register. So he just tried so to he smoke knew, it. He knew it had like a 20 minute window yeah. or something like that. Failed miserably, but... <sighs> Anyway, that's funny. So if you want to do an eating contest, you got 20 minutes. Um, yeah, you've got a small window. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like the, uh, I like the small plate. I like the small plate theory. That, that, that is good. Um, if anyone wants a photo of Dave's uh, meal that he spoke about, Mate, just, just uh, On Insta, they're, they're, they're there every day. They're amazing. Um, yeah. Sweet, yeah. So just like a, a small plate, a protein, a vegetable, a, a carb. Yeah, and don't don't be afraid. Like with your proteins, like as we said, rotate your proteins, but eat the fat on the eat the fat on the meat. Yeah, it's what I the good saw stuff a was. stupid um, thing that I shared on Instagram yesterday that was telling people not to eat uh, coconut oil, not to eat fatty meats, um, which you know incorporates your lambs, your salmons, um, your chicken thigh. Like they're all fatty meats; they're phenomenal for you. Another they're telling Instagram you to warrior. eat, yeah, oh, Jesus, and they're telling you to eat sunflower oil and canola oil and everything like that. So that's that's that, yeah, just. 
that's not ideal. Um, so the more natural, the more natural the food, the better. The better the cut of the meat, the better. Yep. Um, but yeah, don't be afraid of of you know having. You, you don't need a five hundred gram steak. All right. Your body doesn't need it because it nope. won't break it down. Your body struggles to break down protein, and then it's fats and then it's carbs. So it breaks down carbs easier, and then fats a little bit harder, and then protein will really struggle to break it down. So the biggest the steak or meat you have, okay, you're going to struggle. So enjoy the flavor, enjoy the taste. Yep. And go that way. Um, meal timing so in terms of uh timing meals um this is probably something that you know well i sort of personally i try and eat within the first 15 to 20 minutes straight after a workout yeah yeah so um, do I actually so like that that's my main meal timing thing um in terms of i don't i used to intermittent fast we'll get onto that in another podcast i used to fast um i don't fast anymore um yeah i just sort of try use the general daily clock requirements i suppose like breakfast at about 8 a.m yeah lunch at about 12 to 12 30 and yeah. then um i ate dinner about 5 30 to 6 so i don't know good. i suppose that's quite early for some people um so like they're my three main meal timings and then i add in uh my other meals after i train within the first 15 to 20 minutes yeah after that so um that's that that's how i time my meals like i don't i don't look at my clock and go oh 11 34 i've got to have my you know 25 grams of glutamine or something like that. I don't, I don't do that strict. Um, but how, how do you time your meals? Mate, I'm exactly the same. So I'll go home and have brekkie at you know, around 7.30, 8 o'clock. Lunch is usually about 12.30ish. Dinner at the moment, I'm lucky enough now. Like, I get to have dinner with Kelly, so I haven't dinner yeah. like about 6 o'clock, 5.30, 6 o'clock. It's good, yeah. Which is good. But um, And then I'll, I'll, only, I'll only eat. So I've been working really hard. Like A lot of people are like, oh, you got to eat six meals a day. It gets your digestive system going and nope. stuff like that. That's a lot of crap. Um and this is my thoughts, I'm pretty passionate about it. You, you think of it, your gut as another muscle, right? And we spoke about this in podcast one a little bit, yeah, we touched on I episode like one. Um, think of your gut as a muscle, right? So if if I was to make you f- f- um, back squat Monday, back squat Tuesday, back squat Wednesday, back squat Thursday, back squat Friday, you get the gist, you're not gonna recover. No. So if you're gonna eat at 7 a.m. and then 10 a.m. and then 1 p.m. and then 3 p.m. and then um, 5 or 6 p.m. and then have something for dessert, your gut's actually not being given a chance to recover. Yeah, especially if it's a high-protein, high-fat meal. 100%. So it's not being given a chance to break down that food. Mm -hmm. You get super lethargic after you have a good meal. So it's about you you use 70 80% of energy after you eat um, to break down the food. So that's why it's important to train about an hour, hour and a half later. Yep. Um, It's so vital to ensure that you try and stick to the same times every day. Your body gets into a rhythm and it goes, all right, it's, I'm hungry. I'm hungry now. Food it's time. around that time. Like I'm not saying like, as uh, Timmy was saying, oh, it's 11.45 or 12.30 on the dot, I need to eat. Like, if you're hungry at 12, eat at 12. If you're hungry at one, eat at one. But kind of have that similar window. Yeah, a bit yeah. of intuitive eating. Yeah. That should be that should be like an eating or diet, so to speak, in itself. Yeah. Um, eat when you're hungry, sleep when you're tired, drink when you're thirsty. Pretty simple. Um but yeah, you need to give your gut a break. So we're the same, mate. Breakfast, um, lunch, and then dinner. I'm just really working hard on just doing three meals a day. Yeah, I'm trying to get a lot of my clients onto that as well, and they're working hard on it. So hopefully they're, uh, they can give me some feedback in the next couple of weeks on how they're adjusting. Yeah. And then after I train, so I train this morning, uh, protein shake as always, a couple of bits of fruit, which I absolutely love. Yep. Um, and then I'll probably train again the Savo, be the same. I'll have protein shake, a couple of bits of fruit, and then I'll go home and have a meal. So if you are training a couple of, t- couple of days, times a day, your carb content for me needs to be higher. Right. Yep. So it's easy, good, easy calories, good, clean calories, as long as you're eating good carbs. 
Um, and that's going to allow for muscle mass maintenance or, you know, yeah. minimal muscle mass breakdown as well. Um, and it's going to allow for better for performance, mate. I don't, I don't count my calories. I'm pretty no. sure you don't, do you? No. Yeah. So, mate, we, we don't count our calories. We don't count our macros. Um, we just kind of understand what's good, what's not. Clean produce. Um, and you kind of know your limits. That's why I said experiment with your food. Hey, yeah. so if you experiment with your food, like you're going to know how big your plate needs to be. Yeah. Uh, how how big your snack needs to be. Like if you're still hungry, just have some more food. Like pretty simple. Yeah, a lot of it's trial and error. Like um, I, I feel, I mean, I, um, I I started wearing a Garmin at Christmas and it showed me how much I actually need to eat. Yeah. Just how many calories I burn yeah. a day. So what's the time? It's 7.36, right? And I've burnt 1,300 calories. And I burnt over 700 in a workout. Yeah, I'm the before. same. I'm on 1,300 calories on my whoop band. <coughs> exactly the same. It's, so by the end of the yeah. day, like that's going to be over 5,000 mm. calories burnt. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty accurate because mm. you know you train a lot, and if you've got a high muscle mass, your metabolic rate's obviously higher. So yeah. Um, so I think they're pretty accurate. So <clears throat> I don't. I'm not saying I don't eat 5,000 calories a day. Like there's no way I would eat that. Can't get that in. But I remember <laughs> when we first started training together, I was eating like, and. Oh, uh, you're well under. Oh, I, I reckon I still under eat a little bit. Like yeah. I've been under eating for the last couple of weeks, and I've been not over training because yeah, you can't over train. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Episode two. Um, make sure you listen. Um, but yeah, you, you can't over train. But I haven't been eating enough, mate. So I've lost a little bit of muscle mass. I got yeah. I own an in body. I've lost a little bit of muscle mass, um, which means you lose muscle mass. You put on a little bit of fat, which is totally fine. But I just need to eat more. Yeah, I mean, so, and yeah, as you same said, with like, you, like yeah. you started low and you got started increasing. And, and I, I felt good when I wasn't eating a lot. Like, it's not like I felt bad. Like, yeah. I was training good. I, I felt good. Yeah. And then, but, like, I just noticed, it's again, there's one percent. Yeah. As soon as I up my, especially my carbohydrate yeah. intake, like, my second session wasn't like, I'll just get through it. It was like, all right, I'm good to go again. Yeah, like, yeah like, 100%. So that, yeah. that's one thing. I found I slept better, too. Like, well, you do, actually. So funny you say, I've been, um, I've been eating a banana before I go to bed. <laughs> That I've been absolutely loving. So Still sticking to carbs. it? Loving it, yeah, so good. Yep. Every night, so banana before I go to bed, a few easy carbs in there before I go to bed. Um, only because I'm training at 5 a.m. as well, so I'm training in the afternoon and 5 a.m. Yes. Um, so good, easy carbs before I go to bed. But yeah, like Timmy said, like you, you may not feel bad for the, the amount you're eating now, but imagine how much better you can feel yeah. by just increasing by a little bit. So I tell my clients, like, if they want to put on muscle mass, they're like, oh, I can't fit more food in. I'm like, well, why not add five percent extra to every meal yeah so you're not having a whole new meal you're going all right because you're leaving if it's it yeah i'm having a little bit more on my plate each time or instead of one bit of fruit i'm having two after training or instead of you know you know x amount of grams i don't even care how much grams you're gonna eat as long as it's not a kilo tomahawk um but yeah like have a you know a few more potatoes or definitely have some more greens eat as much greens as you want um little things like that like add little bits and pieces to them I think it's a great idea. Yeah. So yeah. So we we don't count calories. We don't really count macros too much. Um, and I I I think that stuff is a bit far fetched. I mean, unless you're a world champion or you're you're trying to compete to be the best in the world at something. I or think. Body, I, yeah. But those bodybuilders. Oh, yeah. Which that's for another topic. That's another. God. That'd be. We might have. We might do a podcast on um, on rants. We'll just call it rants. Hashtag rants. And we can go through. But yeah, so I love um, bodybuilders. They're look, good. For me, counting calories stresses me out. Um, yeah. And it gives me a comp- well, gave me. I tried it for a couple of weeks. It gave me a complex, right? Um, I was just like, shit, I'm not eating enough or I'm not eating too much. Or I can't have that because that high yeah. calorie content. Understand your body. Understand what works. And that's yep. the same for gut health. Like yesterday, I probably had one too many coffees and I paid for it in my gut. All right? Yeah. I love coffee, but I probably had one too many coffees. If you eat a certain type of food and you're like, oh, I feel bloated or maybe it's just, you know, 
then figure out what food that was and get rid of it. Yeah, like little sure. things like that. Understand your body. The only time calorie counting really works is someone that is extremely overeating. Yeah. And we can get them just to strip back to understand their body better and probably see what they're eating more than yeah more than actually count the calories. Hey, so they can go. All right, I've had this. Oh wow, I'm actually eating crap load. I'm eating yeah. too much. There. I don't yeah. know why I'm holding my hand up reading because no one can see what I'm looking at. It's a podcast. <laughs> so um, yeah. So you can only, you can actually see what you're eating, um, what you're eating. So like through through my fitness pal, whatever. Write it down a food diary. What I do with my, some of my clients as well. It's funny. Like send me a food diary, which they do really well. All right. Another good tool is like send me a photo of what you're eating. Yeah. You can write. You can one. write down. I had meat and veg, but like how much meat and veg do you have? Like yeah, uh, yeah. Like you can go. I had meat and veg, but it was at Macca's, and I took the bun off. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, oh, <laughs> sorry, that's, <laughs> that's another one. A bunless burger. It's just yeah. a beef salad. Um, <laughs> with do you remember? Well, if you take a photo of it and you have to send it to someone, so you don't have to post on Instagram, but you send no, it you to just someone. Send it to your coach. Like, yeah. Because if it's me, like you're the same. Like, I'm gonna food shame you for shit, right? Like. Yeah, like, 100%. What is that? And I'd expect the same for me, but do you remember Chris Sandow, <laughs> the story? Uh, anyone doesn't know, he played NRL for the for the Eels. He, because he was overweight, they made him take photos of his meals because he was eating the Chinese at Paramount Food Court like three times a week. Oh, good. But he was taking... It's a self-service one, like 10 99 Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're looking... You get the joke. <laughs> he was taking photos of his teammates' meals. Uh, and sending them in so it looked like but he was still taken down and sweet and sour pork that happens I had a client so many years ago when I probably my first ever PT client mate I had a I had a kid he was um, he was in year 10 he was pushing 130 140 kg big big boy I was like All right, 40. I want, and it's, it's still like it's still the thing I use today I was just like do me a food diary write down what you ate and he's, yeah. I was, we'll chat about this before oh, I swim once because yeah. that it weighs yeah. and um, I was like mate send me a food diary he sends me his food diary and I was like this is better than my food. Yeah. And, and this was before I started eating the way I do now. So I eat like whole foods and, and yeah. good produce now. So this is where I was way a bit more flexible. I was like, mate, this is not right. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. He's like, no, this is how I've eaten. I was like, all right, sweet. Go back, do me another one. And then he goes, he goes, do me another one on the weekend and get back. And then he got back the one, a bit of honesty. And he's like, yeah, I had um, 14 slices of pizza on Saturday night. I was like, there you go. So a little there, bit of accountability, yeah. a little bit of honesty, and and you can't really cheat the system because no. deep down inside you know you know you know what you're doing. Like you may try yeah. before when you coach, but if your numbers aren't shifting, yeah, like there's multiple reasons why your numbers aren't shifting. It could be stress, it could be anxiety, it could be lack of recovery. Definitely not overtraining. Episode yep. two, um, it could be like potentially uh, just too much food and too much shit food. Your yeah. body can't break oh, it down. Yeah, I think that's a big one too, and like. People got to understand that their coaches don't feed them. So their coaches are in charge of their programming or they might see them for an hour a day and they're in charge of that yeah. hour of the day for them. And, and that, that's fine. Like they can switch off for that hour or whatever. But we don't put the fork in your mouth. Like like we, we don't feed people. So I think a few people that goes, oh, I went to this trainer and, and I couldn't lose weight. And it's like, well, fucking stop eating. Like Accountability, yeah. 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 Do you know, so we have, you know them as well. I'll give him a shout out. Um, the the Robert Cliff Jewelers at Castle Hill. Yeah, um, legend. Yeah, the, the, but both the twins, they were. If anyone knows it, the Cliffies, they're, they're they're very very good people. So if you guys want to support local business and, and buy jewelry for someone special, head, head up to Towers. Um, but they are, uh, they, one day, uh, Jimmy and Dan, like they're they're twins, but there's one that's bigger than the other, and, and one was, 
one was talking about how he goes, oh, I'm just struggling at the moment. And the other one come out with the best thing ever. He just goes, put the fucking fork down, Jim. And I was like, <laughs> fair enough. Like that was uh, one of the funniest things ever. I think that's a good one. Like if you put your fork down, like you're not gonna mate, eat it. On, so. on the subject of that, so on the subject of that as well, it's, it's so true. Like we, we've spoken about rotating your proteins. Right? We've spoken about, um, you know, variety in your food, like in your green and veg and stuff like that. And what, you know, kind of what your plate should look like. Another really important factor is like actually learning to chew your food. Yeah. Something I never used to do, mate. I used to be the fastest eater in the world. I used to you shove s- that food down. You like, still are the fastest eater. Yeah, I'm pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was, I was hungry. I was very hungry then. That's good though. But now I'm trying to slow down. Try to slow down now. So the, the, the most important thing to do as well besides rotating your food is actually slow down your eating. So mm. your digestive system actually starts when you start cooking your food. That's when you, your body starts to salivate and your enzymes start to get ready to digest your food. Then when the food's on the plate, Give it a good little smell because, mate, good food smells good. You're like, oh, what? Yeah, I can't wait. I've got Egyptian neighbors on my What are they bloody cooking this afternoon? Phenomenal. (laughs) Knock on the door, get some meat. It's so good. And um, so it starts with that. Give your food a good smell. Turn your TV off. Turn your laptop off. Turn your iPhone off. Get yourself in a conversation like it's 1990, um, which people are doing now anyway because they're bloody isolated, which is great. And chew your food. And and on the subject of putting the fork down, the best way to learn how to chew your food is. Put it on your fork, have a chew, put your fork down. Because you won't continue to shovel your food. Because you've got to pick up your food, pick up your fork again and, and shovel. So pick it up, chew your food. Like, yeah, they say chew 15 to 20 times. Some people don't have 20 minutes to eat a meal. No. All right, but try to go a little bit longer than you usually do. So most yep. you set meals in five minutes. Now I'm trying to stretch that to 10, 15. Yep. Um, but put that fork down, have a good chew of your food. Um, that's going to allow your body to digest better. And if you, as I said, you digest your food better, you lose... Sorry, you get more energy, you get more yep. fuel, train better, you lose body weight better, better aesthetics, uh, better energy production, yep. probably more muscle mass if you're eating enough. Yep. Um, and at the end of the day, it's just like a constant cycle and that consistency of everything. Well, I suppose that smaller plate would um, equate to the same amount of time anyway. Even if you have a smaller plate, but you chew your food longer, yeah. it's going to yeah, exactly. equal the same amount yeah, of time. On. So put the fork down. Yeah, so it's not like you're wasting time there. Maybe we can call that this podcast, put the fork down. Put the fork down. Yeah, yeah mate. It was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. It was so simple. And like only a brother could say it to a brother. Yeah, so, um, how good. Uh, next one. Uh, carbohydrates, are they bad after training? Um I'm gonna say no. Uh, like, no, no, no. Like this was probably a big misconception on on me for ages. I was like, if I eat carbs, I'm getting fat, right? Like, like, and if like I'm that sort of body type where if I don't look at if I don't look after what I eat, like I'll just turn into a blob. Like that's just <clears throat> me and, and how I'm built. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought carbohydrates were bad. Well, not bad, but I thought they were they, they would make me bulkier after training. Um, and and but I actually yeah I. Fuck that up. So I have now. I eat a lot of carbohydrates now after training, straight after training. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, my snacks are a bit more carbohydrate. Well, they they have they have more carbohydrates in them than what they did before. But yeah, so carbohydrates after training. Um, I think they're good. I think they help to recover. Um, what are your thoughts on it? I mate, spot on. I used to be the same. I used to be. Um, I've tried every style of eating. I actually <coughs> put on weight into minute fasting. You're supposed to lose weight. Yeah, how'd you put I actually on put on like three and a half percent body fat. Maybe you were holding on to. I think I just ate too much in that window. It was like, how good's food? <laughs> I wasn't chewing my food. I wasn't. I wasn't putting the fork down. Your body was probably holding on to it too, because oh, it wasn't like I don't know where my next meal is. I'm just going to hold on to this bad girl. It was dreadful, mate. I just. I think I just ate too much. Um, but yeah, mate, I'm the same. I used to be um, oh, oh, low carb, low carb, low carb. Only have carbs after um, after training. So just a couple of bits of fruit, and that was it. And everything yep. else would be low carb. And ever since I've started eating 
for recovery and eating for performance. Um, more muscle mass, less body fat percentage. Yep. My performance is better. I'm stronger. I'm faster. I'm more mobile. Yeah. Um, body composition is as good, if not better. I don't feel dehydrated. Or yeah. Don't look dehydrated. Yeah. That's don't a look good like, one. Yep. like painting myself completely brown and I'm posing in my underwear. Um, but mate, I, I was exactly the same. I was not, not scared. I think there's a misconception. Like a lot of people get worried. It's like, oh, you got to eat low fat. All right. Well, fats are bad. No, fats are epic for you. I got to eat yeah. low carb. Well, hold on. Low carbs are good for you, but at certain times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you got to time them well. And this goes down. I've got a client of ours on fortitude strength, and he was eating the right things just at the wrong time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yep. we just tweaked a few things around. It's funny how your body can adjust. You're like, oh crap! Like, if I don't have my carbs in the middle of the day when I'm not doing anything, and I have them in the morning after I train, yeah. Or if you're only training once a day, I have it at dinner after I train at night. Your body replaces everything. It yeah. helps to refuel, recover, um, and your body loves you for it, mate. His body composition changed completely. Um, he's got fitter. He's gotten stronger, more confidence, so yeah. more self-esteem. That's good. Yep. Better morale, not yep. as stressed, not as anxious. So there's That's more. A big one. There's more benefits to eating well rather than just looking good. Yeah. Um, yep. like, you know, you can eat well, you can look good. That's fantastic. But it's going to give you really good mental clarity, um, everything like that. So, mate, I was the same. But now, mate, I um. I smash the carbs, I'm, I, but it's got to be good quality carbs. Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I do my rices and our sweet potatoes and potatoes, which I love, rice crackers, which, you know, a few people, like we picked, we touched on that in episode one, and one of the boys sent me photos, like, yeah, how good I'm on the rice crackers now. I've actually got them. Um, right, yeah, oh, here's these bag. Uh, rice puffs, I actually love. I'm addicted to those. Um, but on the flip side, it's um, get good quality carbs in. Yes, perfect. Peanut butter rice crackers, that's my go-to. Um, good quality carbs in after you train, your body will love you for it. So I guess the, the one little topic is um, what a lot of people struggle with is like snack options, hey? So like, yeah, it's like, oh, what can I snack on? What can I do? And every Sunday um, with my crew, I do, a cook, I do a cooking show. I actually did the first cooking class and put a video on and it cut my head off. So I've called it the headless chef. <laughs> uh, so it works all right. So we, we did like a couple of, like couple of um, Texas rub chickens in the oven, but we've actually moved to like snacks. Yeah. So I've showed people so a few snack options like snacks don't have to be oh I'm gonna get a muffin from Muffin Break or no. I'm gonna get a cheesecake or I'm gonna go through Woolies and get something in a packet because you get something in a packet there's gonna be more than five to ten fifteen ingredients. Yeah, I it's, agree. It's gonna be horrible. So learn. Probably made two weeks ago. Yeah, that as well. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, there's so many ingredients. And that's yeah. why it looks good because it's got it's yeah. all shiny with sugar. Yeah. Um, it's like that old thing. I don't know if you did. We did in PE. It's like the old thing. It's like go buy a cheeseburger and then put it next to a bit of fruit and yeah. see which one kind of molds up first. Yeah. And the fruit's gone in like three days, four days, and then the cheeseburger's there for six months and still looks great. Imagine just, what it does to your just, gut. It's just these ones. It's nice and hard. Yeah, imagine yeah. what it does to your gut. Oh, mate, exactly. Exactly. So with snack options, like try and keep it simple. <coughs> try and make your own. Get get creative. Look, yeah. in, look into healthy cookbooks. Um, but there's so many healthy cookbooks out there these days, mate. Even Jamie Oliver's got a healthy cookbook. The bloke used to cook with yeah, horrible yeah. stuff. Now he's got healthy stuff. There's uh, Luke Hines. Um, yeah, Pete Evans doesn't really do snacks, but he does other stuff. There's Jessica Siepel, um, whose books we use as well. Um, but, mate, we, we did like... Oh, time's up. Time. Nah. Um, <laughs> we, got, we got the time on for our podcast. Hey, we do cookies. So we do like four ingredient cookies. Yep. So we do... Um, Sam Wood's got a good one too, actually. Oh, mate, I love it. I absolutely love it. I love just simplicity. Mate. We do a cup of coconut, desiccated coconut, one egg, mm-hmm. um, quarter cup of honey. So we use raw um, raw honey, so just like yep. drizzles better. 
and a quarter cup of oats or almond meal. So you can go fat-based or you can go carby-based. So we yeah, put the oats in. Yep. Uh, mate, we mash it all up together, 160 degrees for 15 minutes, make six to eight cookies, and you've got cookies. Oh. Like, fantastic. Four, four, four or five ingredients max. Um, so the same, we make these healthy wraps, which is like four or five ingredients. Yeah. Um, Cassie made an epic apple cake that went within 21 minutes. So I actually got home, I was like, did you eat a half the apple cake? She's like, no, like nah. her sister-in-law was over. Bear did. And, yeah, bear did, yeah. Yeah, um, sister-in-law was over and, um, you know, my uh, my niece and my daughter was there, so they had someone. So it was more out of like devastation because <laughs> yeah. I know how good it is. And the things, all the things got, mate, is almond meal, um, apples, bit of honey, um, and then like baking soda and that's it. And it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, that's quality. Oh, we yeah, we do the same. We we actually meal prep our snacks a lot. I've actually got that's it smart. in front of me now. That's so smart. We that's something these, I don't do actually. We got these healthy banana muffins, but what we do, we put them into cupcake. Uh, yeah, or, or just yeah. puts them in a cupcake. It looks like real simple. The same ingredients as apple cake. Yeah, and like it smells and tastes like. I'll give you a smell while we're here. You don't want to give me a taste. It smells like bananas. They're delicious. I've got the whole day. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. You smell that, people. Yeah. Smell that. It's just like the very other thing. Um, but yeah. So we yeah we use uh yeah so like we we have like a simple banana sort of uh, muffin or cake or whatever you want to call it. But um, it's a very healthy option. But we put them into a cupcake um like a cupcake tin and we use a smaller one as well. So that way yeah, you don't you don't over yeah. overeat on that. So you don't um, do big slices. Like, <coughs> no. <laughs> So it's slab of cake. Mate, banana bread is a cake. It's not bread. Oh, how good is banana bread? It is good though. Or banana cake. It's yeah. cake. It's a cake. Yeah, yeah. It's like a pancake. It's simple like cake. So if you've got time to cook your snacks, cook them. Like find yep. simple ingredients, find simple recipes, um, press, rewind, go back to um, those few, you know, cookbooks we said because there's so many healthy snack options there. Mate, Google it. Like get on Google and get healthy, ban- healthy banana cake or yeah. muffins or anything like that. But understand what's healthy. Like yeah. you're going to see heaps of flour in there. And heaps of sugar, that's not healthy. No. You want those almond meals, you want coconut flours, you want, you know, buckwheat flour, yep. um, you want your honeys, you want your even clean maple syrup, things like that, fruit, little things like that, nuts, seeds, like look at those options. Yep. Um, on the flip side, if you're struggling to actually um, make your snacks, like what you said, there's rice cakes. Yeah. Which we do I do really well. I smash peanut butter and Peanut butter and carrots and celery. I know it sounds boring, but it tastes epic. Yep. Um, rice puffs. I chuck a little bit of protein shake in there. So, like, if you're struggling for time, you want a snack. Yeah. And you want a like protein carby snack, or um, I do a bit of rice puffs, protein shake, bit of honey on top, and, yep. and I'll have that if I'm in a hurry. But there's so many um, easy, easy snack options out there that you can grab a hold of. Um, if you had to, right? We'll give. We'll go four snacks each. Yeah. So you pick your four snacks that you would do, oh, and then I'll choose mine. They have to be healthy. It's a healthy podcast, isn't it? Yeah. All right. All right, you go. We'll go one for one. All right. Okay. My first one, uh, apple and almond butter. So you cut up an apple Ooh, and just yeah. dip it in almond just, butter. Just like, okay, so we're not baking here. This is nah, just like- I'm just going like quick Just snack. to go. Yeah. yeah. My, so, mine would probably be a carrot jammed inside a peanut butter jar. Yeah. yeah, right. I enjoy it. You like that? Yeah, that's it. good. Uh, one for the morning was actually, and this is one after training that I used to do, was one slice of bread. Yeah. So after training, one slice of bread, like a natural jam, yeah, and peanut butter. Oh, like yeah, it's like peanut butter jelly, American. Yeah. So yeah. like carbon and yeah, fat. So, so that that my my snacks. Yeah. Are like there's a trend. It's it's a carbon and fat because yeah, yeah, then yeah. it's like easy to break down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one we've actually moved on really well. Cassie got me onto it. Um, is um apple sliced up just with cinnamon on it. So like cinnamon sticks. Yeah, really yeah. Really good. Yeah. Good to, good for digesting cinnamon as well. So that, that's been my go-to. Yep, that's good. Um, a third one would uh, like biltong or yeah. like something 
yeah. something of that nature. Easy on the run. BJ. It's yeah. easy on the run. It's high in protein, it's high in yeah. fat too. So with Biltong as well, try and get the, the most natural one because I think there's brands out there that looks like plastic. So if you get the yeah. most natural one, that actually tastes epic. Yeah. I bet love it. Yeah. Like, when we played rugby in South Africa, mate, Biltong was like... I love Biltong. 30 cents a kilo. It's like 30 dollars a kilo. It's so good. Uh, my, my third one, mate, I'm obsessed with rice cakes or... or um, I use the oat bread. I used to have toast, but rice cakes, yeah. banana, honey, and cinnamon. Maybe some peanut butter in there too. Yeah, that's so good. Or three, yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. Or four with cinnamon, yeah. My last one's going to be out of the box here. Yeah, right? go. It's a drink, but it makes me feel a million bucks, right? I put a hydrolyte in my bottle of water, Yeah. and I sip on that. Yeah, that's right. Because I find that, like one, like because you've got to stay hydrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I don't want to eat, right? So say if I'm like, you know what, I don't need to eat, right? Yeah. I just want a snack and I'm a bit bored. Yeah. But I don't need to well, eat Well, that's right the now. differentiating between boredom yeah. and when she needs so food, hey? when I, or if I'm about to train and I don't want to feel heavy. Yeah. And I'm like, I've had enough food today. Because like, you know your body, right? I've had enough food today. I don't want to feel heavy. But, so I'm going to chuck a hydrolyte in my water bottle. And I find that as I sip on that for the next half hour to an hour, I'm hydrated. But I'm not hungry either. You're also doing something to take away the boredom as well. Yeah. I was like, shit. It's like, oh, I look in the fridge. Ten minutes later. Why hasn't anyone put food in my fridge? It's the same bloody thing. It's the same fridge. <laughs> I swear I went to the shops five yeah, minutes good. ago. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, well, probably my last one, my last name would be. Like, mate, I love toast. Yeah. I'm actually missed toast. So I have oat sourdough. So four ingredients, I think. Three or four ingredients. Just oats. Yep. Um, oat flour. Um, a sourdough starter, um, a bit of yeast. I'm not too sure what else is in there. There's only three and four ingredients, but I just do. I used to have peanut butter and toast, even just plain yeah. toast, like on its own. Um, but yeah, I, I think that drink's a good idea. That's a good little option there. Yeah, I don't um, know. I, 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 I enjoy. It. I find yeah. if I'm dehydrated as well, like I yeah. suck. I suck at everything. Well, I just bought that vitamin C. Um, True Protein sent me that vitamin C um, powder stuff, and that's yeah. got a little bit of flavour into it. So I might start doing that for. Yeah, drink. that's what I, I yeah. just find. I don't know. I feel yeah. I feel good. Don't sip on Powerade and Gatorade crew. It's yeah, pretty no. much just water with salt, but they put sugar in it to make you addicted. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. All right. So just a quick little recap before we wrap it up. Um, so just with the eating, like food timing is essential. So we spoke about yep. that and trying to get your carbs in and around your training. Okay, that's gonna and then obviously taper off those carbs, increase those fats throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, sit down, chew your meals. Yeah. Yep. So make sure you have it. Put a little bit, if you can't chew, like sit down and chew your meal every meal, just try and make two out, two out of the three if you can, yep. which would be really cool. Um, rotate your proteins or try to rotate your meals at least two to three times a week, whereas I'm yep. lucky enough to do that five, six times a, a week. But yep. if you do it two, three times a week and then change them weekly as well or fortnightly, um, keep that variety in, in your veggies and just um, get creative with your snacks. I think it's really, really cool. And if you get stuck for snack ideas, there's so much stuff on Facebook, but shoot us a message, um, spewing underscore TD, and then we can, you know, flick you back a few snack ideas or what we do. And yep. and once we um, Instagram gets a little bit busier for us, we'll be chucking up a few snack ideas which you can um, you can delve into as well. But the, you know, there's no harm in opening the cupboard and, and getting creative with what you've got, or sure. if you've got time to bake, mate. Get baking, especially now in isolation. You got more time than ever, and you can't really go to the shop, so you might as well get creative with with what you have in the house. Spot on. Um, sweet, yeah. So Instagram spewing underscore TD. That's um, us. Dave Harvey seventeen. Tim underscore Doonan. Mine. Um, Follow, like, share, love. If you guys um, can share these podcasts around, that'd be great. So episode four coming up soon. Um, we got a little special on Timmy Doonan. 
episode four. So you're going to sit here and I get to ask him 54,000 questions. The, um, the life of Tim Doon and watch the views and likes go up. How good. <laughs> Cannot wait. Otherwise, that's the end of us. Episode three. Thank you. Enjoy. See you soon.